Welcome to Breakthrough, the podcast that helps you to get unstuck, move forward, move on, and finally break through to that next level that you have been looking for. I'm Mickey Ruthman, transformational breakthrough coach, speaker, and author, and your host right here on the Breakthrough Podcast. So get ready to break the barriers and break the limitations, and let's dive right on into this week's episode of Breakthrough. Hello there beautiful souls and welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast. So on today's episode, I thought we'd chat about something that, you know, in general is a challenging area for most of us in our lives, but even more so now with the COVID-19 outbreak and many, many countries and people finding themselves either in lockdown or in social distancing restrictions that have been put on us, and that is relationships. Now, as I said, in general, relationships can be challenging already, but at this time, during the COVID-19 outbreak, a lot of things are at play right now, and our relationships could very well suffer because of it. So the first being, obviously, things like um, you know, our, our mental state, our emotional state right now, because all of a sudden, you know, we're in very uncertain times and a whole lot of stuff has just changed rapidly and instantly in most of our lives. Some of us are suddenly having to work from home. Perhaps some of us have either lost our jobs or our income somehow, or we're uncertain about whether we will still have a job and an income after this. Um, we've all of a sudden perhaps had to begin to work from home and you're suddenly around your family and your loved ones, not just longer times for the day, but permanently right now. You've perhaps got your kids running around. So there's there's a whole lot of practical challenges that can weigh down on us emotionally and mentally right now. And unfortunately, we when we don't live, you know, spiritually and mentally and emotionally self-aware and awake, we can end up taking that out on the people around us and those we love the most. And our relationships could suffer because of that. So, you know, whether you are single at this stage and still trying to meet someone or dates um, and you're having to move that online right now, or whether you're in a couple and either all of a sudden you guys are now in the mix together, you're in each other's faces 24-7 because of lockdown or social distancing or you've all of a sudden had to distance yourselves and now begin to date uh, if you're in separate homes for instance begin to date online and as I mentioned perhaps if you're a couple who is married there's you know it's got its challenges none of us are used to having to be around you know our loved ones and our family 24 hours a day especially with all of these challenges on top of it and all of these changes on top of it so that is why I felt it's quite relevant for us to speak about relationships today so in this week's episode, I'm actually bringing you something really special that was birthed from the COVID-19 lockdown here in South Africa as well. And that is something called G-Club. Now, G-Club is basically, it's myself and three other amazing ladies who are from different walks of life. Uh, we all have very different perspectives and we're from different age groups as well that we represent. Everybody in this group is life and business transformation coaches, but the one big thing that we all have in common is that we are absolute growth 
junkies. We are all for personal growth and growing ourselves and others all of the time. So out of that, we used to, we just found that when we have these discussions about certain topics and about personal growth, that we would really go so deep and we would all get such value out of it because as I said, it's different perspectives coming to the table about a particular topic. So out of that, we birthed something that we decided to call the G Club, as in G Club for growth, right? It could be for girls too because it's a bunch of girls, but it is growth club and on growth club what we do is we either pick a specific topic or we pick a specific uh, a video a teaching a blog a, a book a something we found and all of us actually jump around a table get into a discussion and we chat about that right we hash it out we go deep we share some of our personal experiences around it and our personal advice around it and what our aha moments and takeaways were from that particular segment or um, piece that we watched for the week or just the topic that we were talking about. So you are in for a special treat this week. This is our very first episode of G Club, which was exactly about that. It is about relationships during lockdown. We called this episode hashtag lockdown love. And uh, we get quite deep into whatever situation you find yourself in right now when it comes to relationships and give some advice, uh, you know, on how you can handle that based on a specific video that we watched around that as well. So we share our different perspectives. So that is what you're in for on this week's episode of the, uh, the Breakthrough Podcast. And um, as I said, these are three phenomenal ladies. You have got Natalie Meager on the call with me as well. And we've got Mariette Strauss and we also have Elda Lopez that are joining me for this episode. They form part of G Club. And I'm excited to bring you this week's episode. I really hope you're going to enjoy it. So if you are struggling perhaps with your relationships or your dating life right now in lockdown, then do stay put and have a listen to this. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Here we go. How's everyone doing during the lockdown? How are we feeling? Doing okay. Um, Getting a bit of cabin fever starting. But um, yeah, just taking it moment by moment. Um, but honestly, I can't wait to put my tackies on and go for a run. That's that's like what my brain is obsessed with at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's a hug. I just want to hug. <laughs> oh. So um, for me, um, I started off all um, strong and I'm going to use this time. I'm going to um, do this online course and that online course and full steam ahead. And, and it's starting to, yeah, you know, I want to go for a long, long walk. I just am mm. um, also starting to, to now starting to feel it. Yeah. Oh, I'm still doing well. I just actually really want to go to the shops and just go and shop like clothing and all of that. Not food shopping. That's not shopping. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot, right. of, a lot of us ladies are having some shopping withdrawals as well. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so ladies, we uh, we all watched a video this week that is quite a, a prominent topic right now. I think it's very relevant to especially the lockdown, um, but also in general, and that is relationships. So how did you guys find the video that I sent? So um, I really enjoyed it from a sense that it was just, it was so nice to, to hear um the perspective because you know we always chat with our girlfriends and and we all know how we think as women but to hear it from the man's perspective was 
was so refreshing. Um, and it was really very insightful. I think there were some really relevant um, points that I picked up personally that I can learn from. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So um, I think when, look, when I found that video, it was for me, firstly, like when I speak to some of my clients right now, everyone is, I mean, relationships suffer already in the busy world we live in. And I think the challenges when it comes to relationships in lockdown is 10 times more when you think about it. So perhaps let's just do a check-in. What is everybody on this call's relationship status right now so that we know at least? Um, so I'm in a relationship, but I'm, I'm in lockdown on my own. So my boyfriend's in Johannesburg and I'm in Cape Town. So um, in a committed relationship, but I'm alone. Okay, so um, I am freshly dumped after a two-year relationship um, and conveniently lockdown started like two days later so I have no closure on this thing there's been no face-to-face -face contact there's been no conversations so I'm also struggling a little bit with um, you know the obsessive thinking my brain is trying to file all the stuff and make sense of it in a way that I can understand it um, so, yeah, freshly dumped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that I'm laughing. It's just the way you say it. It's so funny. I have okay, to laugh. I, am, um, I will just be in tears. So I have to, I have to laugh at it. I'm a single mother and I'm, I'm single now for more than two years. So, yeah, that's... Single and looking or just single? No, single and looking. <laughs> single and looking. Yeah, there's a big difference, right? Between single and single yeah. and looking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my situation is I, I have been single by choice for many years, actually, um, and wasn't looking at all. Like, I've, I was that person, single but not looking, focusing on me and my life and my career and uh, kind of figuring that if and when that has to happen, it will happen. Um, and, yeah, just, just before lockdown kind of, I won't say met someone, it just it evolved into a conversation more than just, you know, became personal. Um, but I think I learned a lot in this time because, yeah, I, I kept, uh, let me ask actually, did everybody else make a list of the man you want? Am I the only one who made that list, even if it's years back? Yeah, no, I'll see yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's definitely a list. <laughs> so what I learned about my little list is, um, I actually changed the way I made my list, by the way, because I used to make a list of, I want someone who's ambitious and I want someone who's this and is that and is that. So I had all the attributes, but I realized now at this time that one of the attributes I gave there is I want a man who's also a light worker in the sense that he has a passion for the same things I do, which is to help people and grow people and whatever. But then I realized at this time with this person that I met as well that it's great to have a light worker, but in a time like this, when both of us have to jump in, I still want to be important as well somewhere amongst saving the world. So, yeah, I think just the, the thing I changed there is I stopped asking for the physical attributes and I started looking at how do I want to feel in a relationship. So that's my new list is I want to feel appreciated, loved, understood, um, important, whatever it is. So I changed that a little bit. So it's not physical attributes anymore. It's about how I want to feel. Yeah, I love that. Um, I was one of those people that um, read The Secret, The Law of Attraction. I was that person that had an empty closet in my bedroom because that was his closet. So it was waiting, it was open and ready for him. 
Um, so, so you're right. I mean, how, how, you know, how do we feel? It's, it's so much more important because is it going to make us feel safe, protected, loved, important? That is actually so much more important than how much money he's got in the bank. And I think you, you're touching on something important there, Alda, is, um, you know, especially now in this time with relationships, and, and yes, absolutely, it's great to say that I want to feel supported in a relationship, but it's to tweak it let, that little bit and say, I, it's not that I want him to make me feel safe and supported, because it starts with me feeling safe and supported on my own, and when someone comes in, actually adding to that, in other words, not making me feel less of what I already feel, because I think that's really, and, and that's where we can jump in on what we learned with um, this video that we watched about relationships is he actually spoke or they spoke in there about the fact that like, how do you handle this? If you're a couple, you're married, you're living together. Um, so how, how do you suddenly now go over into we're in each other's faces all day? And I'm, I wrote a couple of points down here that we can maybe discuss. I want to hear some of your views on it. But he was speaking, for instance, about the fact that you need to kind of come up with a plan now. In other words, it's both of us are home. Both of us are maybe working. One's maybe working a lot. The other one's not working at all. But like, how are we going to structure our day now? Because now there's kids as well running around and everyone's got stuff to do. So what were your thoughts on that? Um, so I liked what he said where you've got to define your expectations. So you've got to have that discussion up front um, and decide, so how are we going to structure our days? Um, are you going to work um, from eight to three every day so that there's not that expectation that we're going to be sitting together and watching Netflix? Um, so, and again, it comes back to communication. So discussing expectations, it's just communication, communication, um, communication again. I also think... Um for me, um, I, I feel like as a partner, things can really only work, especially when you're in each other's space all the time. If you really support your partner's purpose, like um, it can't work one way. So if I support my partner's purpose, I want my partner to grow into the best version of himself, not for me, but for him so that he can fulfill his purpose and that he feels um, he feels supported and he feels like every day he's useful out there. Um, so I think, you know, in lockdown, I think it's um, kind of automatic to focus on me. Like, what am I going to do? Because obviously fear comes in and uncertainty is there. So I think also just, to be conscious, consciously considering your partner and what you can maybe do that would make their day just a little bit easier. It doesn't have to be something that is massive, but um, yeah, you know, you know the person you're living with and you know how you can brighten up their day. And yeah, so I think maybe just a little less selfishness that's speaking from, from me. Because I yeah. get quite self-absorbed. I can be self-absorbed. And then I wonder why I'm, uh, my thinking becomes obsessive, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, do something for your partner. Mm. I think for me, um, what you also said, uh, Natalie, is, is to, to become really vulnerable with one another and to share mm. how you are feeling. And I think the moment that you can feel comfortable enough to 
start sharing your vulnerable points with your partner, I think that is when, when you can really sort out problems and um, everybody would actually understand what you are expecting and why you are expecting it. Because I think a lot of times, um, especially our um, women, don't really speak their minds. You know, we expect the husbands to know that we we expect them to take out the dustbins or we expect them to spend some time with us. Whereas I think if, if you share your vulnerability and tell him that, you know what, I feel insecure the moment that you don't worry about me or what you do A, B and C. Mm. But if you can actually tell it to him and you can sit down and work out a plan around that, I think both persons would actually feel appreciated and, and would understand where where you are coming from when you next time have a fight with him about something and you can actually, and he will know that, you know what, she actually felt left alone because I didn't really spend time with her. Mm. So I think this is also a time where we can really start to get to know one another and sit down and really start um, looking and finding the, the best parts of, of the person that we are dating or in a relationship with. Mm. And I think it's um, what's really important, and I mean, this, this counts for me in any relationship, whether it's a love relationship with a partner, uh, even in business, business relationships, is relationship for me is all about managing expectations. And if you can manage, expect, the only way you can manage expectations is if both parties are willing to share what is it that my expectation is and actually have a grown-up conversation about it. But it brings me to a point that I kind of want to discuss is, so this, this fits in with, okay, I'm in a partnership. I know this person already. So how do we apply this to, okay, you're single? Because a lot of people are right now, um, I don't know, what, what's the app called anymore? It's, is it Tinder? Something like that. They're hopping on Tinder, looking for someone or just someone to connect with or whatever. And um, how do we apply that whole communication system, firstly, remotely right now, because we're forced to do everything remotely. So how do we communicate and connect with someone online? But also, when and how do you communicate your expectations? Because you can't just on the first date or the first time you guys are chatting to each other, be like, listen, <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> Run down the list kind of thing. So what are your thoughts on that for someone who is in the situation of being single and wants to perhaps get to know someone in this time? How do we communicate and when and when do we communicate our expectations? Hmm. I think, uh, Mickey, one's got to be very careful on dating sites um, that the conversation doesn't end up being like a job interview. Um, I was chatting to a guy. Okay, I I don't have the guts to do the online dating thing. Um, I think if you do, that's great. Um, but I was chatting to a guy that I know. And he was just saying, oh, my gosh. He says, it is more scary than a job interview with a powerful CEO because he's, I'm sure it works both ways. But it's, it's like he said to me, the girls have literally got a list, like with boxes, you know, tick, 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 tick. Yeah. So I think, like, for me, <laughs> although I don't have experience with online dating, I would say, it's quite a bonus that people can't just meet at a coffee shop or a restaurant and have a few drinks and hook up because you're kind of forced into conversation now. And I think the only way to get to know someone 
And what they're really about is to ask the right questions. Like if you're curious about somebody, then think about what you want to know about them and kind of like bring it into a conversation subtly, you know, mm-hmm. and ask the right questions um, and, and don't judge the answers because mm-hmm. I think it's really, you know, you feel kind of um, intimidated if someone's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you. That's your view, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I think just to, to listen with an open heart and, and just be non-judgmental, you know? Um, yeah, and conversation, communication. I think, um, Elder, you were saying communication, communication. That's the only way you get to know somebody. Yeah. That's, I, yeah, that's what I think. I kind of think yeah. it also comes down to what, what were your intentions for wanting to meet, chat to this person? So if you are on a dating app, so my issue has been, because my, my friends, for instance, they, they want to set me up on blind dates and I hate it. I've like flat out said, no, there's not a chance in hell. Don't give my number to anyone. I will unfriend you so fast. Uh, because <laughs> my, my relationship or dating, um, history or my pattern has always been I don't fall in love with looks and I have I've had some hotties don't get me wrong but I don't fall in love with looks I fall in love with a person and for me if I'm going to get into a relationship it's going to be someone I randomly meet at a gathering and there's just a click there's something that clicks and I think that is my issue with the online dating apps is what is it really based on that you're deciding you're going to chat to this person is it their photo Is it their values they shared in their little uh, bio that they write there? Um, Because I think if whatever your intention was for connecting with this person is initially going to be the first starting point kind of of where this is going to go. Does that make sense? Uh, Because Mm -hmm. if if you're connecting with this person because, okay, their bio said that we have similar values, then the conversation will almost lean itself more towards, okay, well, let's chat about the stuff we have in common and we both care about versus I thought you were hot. Let's go. (laughs) Does that make sense? Total. And I think that's what's challenging in this time is, uh, you know, if you're meeting someone, communication, all of that is, is easy to get to. But it's how do you get to know that person, what their values are, without sounding like you're interviewing them, like Natalie said. Yeah. So um, I'm very inquisitive and I love asking mm-hmm. questions. And, and in the past, I've been accused of, is this an interrogation? You know, so you've got to be so careful how you ask the questions. It's, you know, you've got to try and be subtle and, you know, ease into it and, and scatter the questions amongst all your communication. Otherwise, it can come through like an interview, like Natalie mm-hmm. says. Yeah, for sure. And I think there was there was something in the video as well that they touched on. I just want to check here. Is um, Oh, there we go. So what they were saying is, you know, in a marriage, for instance, when it's a marriage, it's about the fact that uh, his words were, I'm not feeling you right now, but I, I do love you and I am committed to you, so we'll, we'll work through this. Versus if you are dating, if they're not feeling you and they actually have an emotional connection or a a soul connection with you in some way, shape or form, then there's not that thing of I'm going to stay, I'm committed to this. And I think that's the challenge as well with, with people meeting people in this time is to really see, you know, for me, I think it's more, what would you, what would you chat about if you went on a coffee date with someone for the first time? Let's say you are going on a blind date. What, what would the chat consist of? 
Because if you're going to go straight into who are you, what do you do, what are your values, what do you want from life, what do you want from me, uh, then it comes down to an interview, like Natalie says. But if it's just maybe this is this is the point we're getting to is expectation. What expectation do you have going into a chat with somebody else? If the expectation is I'm looking for someone to fulfill me, I think that's when you're going to sit there in the conversation and do the interview process kind of thing. Cause I want to see if you can fulfill me. Right. Mm. But if your intention going in is I am a human, this is another human. I just want to connect with another human and whether this is something or it just turns out to be a great friendship or we make a connection on a different level. That's okay too. Yeah. yeah so, I think, um, sorry, Mix. I, I think that we also need to be very careful. Um, just generally, not even, not even just with like the online dating thing, but I think in general with relationships is to not make the other person responsible for my happiness or for how I may be feeling that day. Um, first of all, you give your power away. You know, if I rely on my partner to be in a certain mood or to say certain things to me or to play with my hair or whatever, if I, if I have that expectation and he doesn't do it, then I'm going to be upset, which is kind of ridiculous because I'm putting the power, all my power, all my emotional power into somebody else's hands. Um, so I am in effect powerless in that situation, which I think is a very dangerous place to be in. And then on top of that, what, what you also do, if you are looking to your partner for your sense of happiness or even your sense of being okay, it puts a lot of pressure on them as well. You know, and that's sometimes if the relationship is new, that is scary enough to send somebody running. Um, because to feel that someone is making you responsible for how their day goes and how they're going to feel is just too much for most people. So I think it's really important to come to a relationship, whether it's a, an online dating thing or whether it's a, I don't know, any kind of relationship is to come to that relationship whole in yourself mm -hmm. um, and not be looking for the other person to be that piece that's missing. Um, Complete me. Yeah. <laughs> but even yeah. in the past, you know, we've always, it's my other half. We've always spoken about my other half and, and that's wrong. You know, you need to be a hundred percent whole and complete. And, and then you come into the relationship and, you know, you bring different elements of yourself you know, so that you grow as a couple, but, but that's our history, right? That's, we've always said, who's my other half? The one who has to complete me. And I think it's, uh, what I usually tell people is if you're 50% and you need someone else to come in as 50%, so together you're a hundred percent. It means if one of the two walk out of the equation, you and that person are 50% again. But if you're already a hundred percent and someone comes in and they're adding to your hundred percent, and they end up leaving, you're still 100%. Yeah. So I think when you are completed, then you know what you are looking for. And if, if you need somebody to make you feel happy, then you're going to have a problem when that person is down, you know, because all of us have a sense of um, 
feeling down today or something bad is happening in our lives and we just need that support so when you are not completed in yourself and you need somebody to um be there for you the whole time when are you going to be there for the person you know for me um you have to know what you want in life and you have to be able to keep yourself happy and then you need to fulfill one another or just to enhance one another you shouldn't actually want somebody just to make you feel happy because you need, you need to um find peace and in within yourself because if for me the moment that you are looking for somebody that can only invest in you you will not find the right person you'll find somebody that's going to um be bossy around you is going to tell you what to do because you allow them to so first of all i think it's very um important that you as your as is your true self because um you get a lot of people that is pretending especially on on internet dating and stuff where people will actually um go and give a picture of what is the perfect husband or wife but that's not who they are and you need to be authentic and in life and i think that is your most important thing because if you think about it it's easy to um play a game for an hour but if you're going to live with one another then it's going to start having problems because you can't um be in a role playing position for 24 hours a day it's impossible yeah absolutely that's profound actually and i i think it's important to <clears throat> sorry i think a lot of people don't realize that the purpose of relationship is exactly that it's for two human beings to come together and help each other to grow and learn and heal and evolve but what actually happens though is we so scenario you meet somebody you begin chatting now you begin to scratch one another okay and that is usually where most people run away but or they look at the other person to go that yeah this is not working because that person isn't complying to what i want kind of thing but the purpose of relationship is really for us to really scratch one another a bit so that whatever needs to heal in me gets triggered by the other person and vice versa and i think it's important for us to understand that for instance for example if like mariette says you feel that this person is not paying enough attention to me kind of thing is we think it's it's him he's not paying attention to me but if you can turn that around and ask yourself the question what is it that i feel i'm needing from this person that i actually need from myself because we think we need it from somebody else but it's actually an indicator if you're awake enough to realize that whatever this triggered in me is something that about me not about the other person is when you can heal and evolve and learn from it because that's where you can be like okay so i got triggered here because i felt like he wasn't paying attention to me what is the need really here is i need to pay attention to me that's the actual need we have so i think it's important for us to really understand that the purpose of relationships is not for someone else to complete you they're just going to trigger the hell out of you and you've got to be aware and awake enough to figure out what got triggered in me and what is it that i need actually from me yeah 100% i'll also oh, sorry you go older i'll i'll wait for you to go okay um i like what devon said where he said that you know you both need to go your own to your own um spaces and fill your own cups whether it's by reading or meditating but you need to like constantly and it's a daily thing that you need to fill yourself 
so that you don't bring your deficiencies into the relationship. Um, so he spoke about the personal time that you must each spend um, alone, you know, filling your cup so that when you come together, you know, you'd bring positivity into the relationship. And, Elder, and, we and, can, and, I just want to pause you quickly. We can hear some Cape Town wind there by you. Is there a window or a door open? <laughs> oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? It's definitely Cape Town wind. <laughs> Not me. There we go. Um, so the one little trick that I've learned is I always ask, you know, whenever I say something like, um, you make me whatever, you make me angry, you make me happy, whatever it is, um, and I stop myself right there because then I realize it's not you. I need to be happy or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, with the minute you start saying to your partner, you make me, um, then you must stop yourself and realize, okay, hang on a minute. This yeah. isn't about you. What am I missing? That's it. It's really about self-awareness at the end of the day, because if you're not living self-aware enough, you're always going to think they're the enemy or you did this. You made me feel that you have to make me feel this versus when you're self-aware and you can actually turn around and go, no, you didn't make me nothing. You just triggered something in me that needs to heal that I now need to turn inward and go, where's this coming from and how can I heal whatever's going on with me? Definitely. I think Mix also, um, uh, this is slightly along a different vein, but the one thing that I have learned, wow, and I've learned this the hard way, is that I cannot fix or rescue anybody. Um, and, you know, that, that was the experience in, in one of my past relationships, is that um, we kind of both have broken pasts right and that has that has um caused us to develop certain behavioral patterns within a relationship right um and i've done a hell of a lot of soul searching over the time and it's been extremely painful but i've had to kind of bust myself on those those negative patterns and the the habitual way that i am in relationships and I have been foolish enough to think that I could love someone out of their patterns, out of their behavioral relationship patterns, and then almost feel like it's my fault that the relationship uh, was a complete screw up or just didn't go the way that I wanted it to because I wasn't able to love that person enough. I wasn't able to love them better. And really it's, it's a whole lot of BS because that is ego. How on earth can I possibly fix somebody? Um, you know, that has to come from a deep seated, that has to be a real deep seated personal urge to, mm. to work on your stuff. Um, so for me, I think the bottom line is I also need to go into a relationship knowing what I can control mm. and what I can't control. Because I can control my behavior, I can control my words, but when it comes to the other person, I really can't control anything. And I really need to be peaceful about that when I get involved with somebody and know, like, this is where my responsibility ends here. So I will look after everything that's on this side, and that's your stuff. Mm. So that's, so yeah. 
ladies, we've got about five minutes left. If I could just go around each of us, if you could just give everybody out there, what would, what was your, your most powerful takeaway and what's your advice at this time for whatever situation they find themselves in relationship wise. So one minute quickly, Natalie, go for it. Let's hear from you. Okay. So I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned would be the control thing. So, I mean, I don't want to rehash it, but the control thing for me was like a light switch going on, knowing what I can do and what I can't do and not expecting the other person to be a mind reader and do everything that I, I, I'd love them to do, you know? So yeah, control is a big thing for me, knowing what I can and what I can't. Awesome. Alda? Um, so the big thing for me that I got out of it was communication. And it always, you, you know, you go round and round in circles, but it always comes back to communication. So, you know, what is the expectation for this time? Um, what are you going to do and what am I going to do? But also take the responsibility, do the homework to work on yourself and make sure that you fall. Yeah, absolutely. Mariette? But something that stood out for me was when he said that single people, especially um, in a time when you are alone, do not settle for crumbs and go back to your past relationships that didn't work out for you. And I think that is something that a lot of us do is we think so little of ourselves that we will settle for anything less than what we actually do need in life. So um, for me, I realized that so many times in my past relationships, I would settle for little crumbs instead of mm. just waiting for the full cookie and enjoy that. So for me, that is something that I decided that that is something that, that I need to uh, take the caution is about and to settle for somebody that will really enhance our future together and make it a brilliant future and not just for somebody that I feel sorry for or whatever. Mm. And I think it comes down to a lot of what we spoke about on, on the session is exactly that. If you, if you are a hundred percent, you're not going to go looking for the other 50% in this time. You're not going to feel like I need to have that someone. And I think he said it so beautifully, actually said something along the lines of, um, if you wouldn't give that person the password to your phone, why would you give them your body? So I think it comes down to that. But my, um, my biggest takeaways is pretty much what all of you have said. And that was firstly, managing expectations and secondly, communication. In other words, communicate what your expectations are. And right now in this particular situation, perhaps what your fears are, your situation is, if, if it's a new relationship, tell that person, listen, my days are crazy busy. I'll speak to you at night, whatever, but communicate and really just find that, that happy place where you're getting to know each other. But on the other hand, by the way, also saying that make time for one another, whether you're in a couple already or you're just chatting to someone now is make time for the other because I think especially now with all of us being home, it's easy to go into that old pattern of, well, I'm home and the computer's there now all the time, so let me work all the time, is to actually make time for connection with one another, whether it's 10 minutes a day, whether it's a quick phone call or a video call or something at night. And secondly, to be more cognizant of that digital communication, guys. When you're texting, I always say, put an emoji. Put an emoji because they cannot hear your tone of voice. So they think you're being mislook, but you're actually just busy. So put an emoji to show I'm not upset with you, okay? 
Or my staff used to hate this because they would tell me they were so busy today, they couldn't answer me. And I'd be like, did you go to the toilet today? Because everyone takes their phones to the toilet. But it's as simple as grabbing a, grabbing your phone and doing a quick voice note to say, listen, I'm just freaking busy today. Loved hearing from you, but I'll chat to you later. That's as easy as it is. So that, that was kind of my takeaways. But ladies, we are running out of time. This was awesome. And uh, we'll definitely be sharing another video to chat about next week. And for everyone out there, if you want to join us in these chats and you want to watch the video with us that we'll be discussing on a weekly basis, there's going to be an email address that you guys can email here. You can sign up to join us and come have some fun with us. But uh, ladies, thank you so much. Look forward to our next chat. And have a fantastic week. Right, guys, so that was it for our very first episode ever of G Club. And I really hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed making it and um, it was quite a relevant and interesting topic for all of us right now. So I hope you got some value from that and that it really helped you to just approach your relationships and dating at this time during the COVID-19 lockdown and um, social distancing period a little bit different because a lot of things are different right now. So we need to adapt and we need to just relook at how we're approaching certain things and our relationships are no different. So if you enjoyed that, guys, please do leave a rating or a review for us on this podcast or tag us in a post um, on Facebook or Instagram. All of the handles are in the show notes for you guys as well. So let us know if this helped you and please do share it with somebody else. And the best part is, guys, here's the good news. If you want to join us, if you're also a growth junkie like the four of us in G Club and you want to join us for the next topic or video that we are chatting about and getting together about and diving deep on, you can do it. So there's also a link that I've put in the show notes for you guys. If you would like to join us on G Club in our next discussion, whether it's a video we're watching, a book we're reading and then discussing, you get to watch it with us and also send your questions and your comments and uh, join us on the show as well. So do go check that out. Otherwise, guys, I hope that everyone stays safe wherever you are. And that most of all, that you continue to fill your own cup as well in this time and look after yourself on an emotional and spiritual and mental level as well. As always, guys, I am playing out with a song that I just enjoy or that I feel is relevant to the episode. And I hope you're going to enjoy it with me. Until next time, guys, sending you all much love and light. Do stay safe and see you again next week right here on The Breakthrough Podcast. You with the sad eyes.